because when we were raised, we were raised with, well, if I give money to you, it takes away from me. Mm. And so we actually were right. This raised, idea that there's a limited amount of money yes, in the world, which is bull, which makes us greedy mm-hmm. and like, well, well, I can't give my money to you because I won't have enough. And that's where that, that thought and that belief of greed comes in. And it's like, no, no, no money. Literally you can create money out of thin air. Yeah. That's it. You can create money out of thin air. If you don't believe me, try it. Yeah. Welcome to Amplify. We are here to help you own your truth, use your voice, and stand out as the most unapologetically aligned, abundant, and authentic version of you so that you can make a big impact in the world doing what sets your soul on fire. Because you and I, we are meant to stand the F out. I'm your host, Lauren Salon, and I'm a public relations and marketing expert, entrepreneur, speaker, former on-air entertainment host and past professional fitness competitor and health coach. And several times per week, I'll be bringing you epic guest conversations and solo episodes along with the tools, tricks, and tips that you need in order to step into your power, own your purpose, and stand out in the world as the most vibrant version of you. Because I believe that the more you you are in the world, the more successful and fulfilled you will be. So what do you say? Are you ready? Let's get amplified because blending in is bullshit. In today's episode, I'm interviewing one of my dear friends, Jen Kennedy. Jen is an entrepreneur, coach, speaker, podcast host, and CEO of Impact to Income. After eight years as an elementary school teacher and six years as a principal in training, she now teaches impact-driven coaches how to both start and scale their online businesses through her programs and mentorship. She fully believes that we are all here to create an impact in the world. Jen's on a mission to guide men and women to live in their true personal and financial power and live the life they dream of. In this episode, we talk about how to strengthen your money mindset and attract more financial abundance into your life how Jen grew up with major financial scarcity and will become a self-made millionaire this year, why she and her husband sold their house and moved their lives into an RV and started traveling the country, the importance of a strong support system, and so much more. Enjoy. All right, Jen, I am so, so freaking excited to not only have you on the show, but like literally in my home, recording together in real life, in person. So fun. I don't like want to hug you, but we've been together for like two days. (laughs) Hi, welcome. So long story short, for those of you who do not know, Jen is one of my soul sister besties. And we met through a mastermind, which is like how I've met most of my closest friends. Like all of them. Yeah, which I freaking love. So just speaks to the power of like putting yourself in rooms and like, circles where you're going to connect with like-minded people yeah. and I'm so grateful for it and so I now know. like you know getting to spend some time together amazing love so, it love it we start things off with mm. a little bit of rapid fire Ooh, so I love rapid fire. let's do it what is something you are grateful for right now Ooh, you know it's funny with rapid fires I'm always like can I get the questions before but then right? like defeats the purpose yeah of rapid exactly fires. I'm Shoot grateful right I'm like for like true like friendship and my health those are the two things right now. That I'm yeah. grateful for. I love it. I love it. 
What's a guilty pleasure of yours? Oh, it's not really a guilty pleasure. Like, yeah, you don't have to feel guilt for it, but like maybe champagne. Oh, okay. All right. Do you have a preference, like a favorite? No. Okay. Just good champagne. Into it. Mm -hmm. Into it. Yeah. Something about champagne, like just celebrate, have fun. But I'm like, you feel guilty when you like drink it when you're not celebrating, but then you're like, everything's a celebration. Exactly. Like, why the hell not? Always. Friday night, and I feel like treating myself to some sushi. Yeah, like and, Monday afternoon, it's fine. And champagne, like <laughs> sitting at the floor by at the coffee table. I'm going to do it. Have I done that before? That very no, specific scenario? No, Maybe. <laughs> um, what's a random fact that people don't mm, know about you? Random fact. Or like random thing. Mm. Yeah. Something random the world doesn't know about you. No, my real name is Jenna. Ah, yes. Yeah, my real name. This is a fun yeah. random fact. Yeah, everyone's like Jenny, Jennifer. I'm like, yeah. No, just Jenna. Jenna. Yeah. Yes. If you weren't doing what you do now, and obviously as entrepreneurs, like part of why we get into this is so we can live our dream lives, like do mm-hmm. exactly what lights us up. So we're both doing like mm-hmm. exactly what we want. But if you weren't doing this, mm-hmm. what would be like, oh my gosh, I've always thought this would be so cool or so random, or I'd want to try this a job or a career. And then like a dog rescue. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like there's a bunch of dogs everywhere. Yeah. Then I think the legit, here's my problem. I'm a big picture person. And then my brain goes to logistics and I'm like, Oh, it's like a lot of poop. That's a lot of food. That's a lot of like yeah, but, drool, but, but, you have, but like, like someone to help with. Yeah. With all that. Someone's own of genius is puppies all over me. Yeah. <laughs> More on that later because, and now I'll have to share this with everybody. Yeah. I have like, I have once had like 20, not 20. It was like five, like little puppies all Aww. over me. And it was one of the best experiences of my entire life. So yeah, I support. That's it. That's what I want to do. I support the dog Get rescue for that. thing. Yeah. I can see that actually happening at one point Yeah, for you. Yeah. I thought about it in the RV and then I'm like, that's a complete bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Which we'll get to the RV. Um, we've got questions about that for sure. Okay. What did you want to be when you were little? Oh, a, a teacher. Okay. And which all the time. And then I was, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Always a teacher. When's the last time that you cried? Oh, probably like last week. Yeah. I always cry. Yeah. Same. Yeah, Pat, will, my husband will be like, are these happy tears or sad tears? And I'm like, these are good. Like, I was like, all the time. I'm like, it's great. Everything's good. He's like, I don't understand you. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it's fine. Like, it, there's just some yucky and I need to get it out. I'll be yeah. fine in 30 seconds. Yeah, I love I love a good cry. Me too. I welcome it. Yeah. Regularly. Same. Mm-hmm. Same. Absolutely. Yeah. When's the last time you laughed so hard you peed your pants? Or oh. almost. Like you were gonna. Not actually pee your pants. But Ooh. maybe that happened. Mm. Not too long ago, actually, <laughs> like, like literally a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. With friends. Good. Yep. Something was really funny. Worth it. Yeah. It's normal too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Same. Love it. Okay. Last what? time you almost peed your pants. Um, I, same thing. I think with friends, like just yeah. like dicking around and like laughing. My yeah. Ass you off. get your like good laugh and you know, you're like, so she's holding laughs. it in so many laughs and they're just, they're a lot, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes, absolutely. I cry a lot, laugh a lot. We love it. What is your favorite travel destination or like next travel destination? Well, next is like, when am I talking? Favorite Costa Rica. Mm. There's like a piece of my heart in Costa Rica. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you're probably going soon. Yeah. 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 Probably. Okay. Yeah. In case you hear that in the background, we are two dogs. The two dogs are here. My dog, Jen's dog. Yeah. They're protecting us. Yeah, really? so some barking. It's yeah. cool. We're having a great time. All right. So I would love to, as we talked about before we got started, like you are you, like, I have loved watching your growth over the last, what, I think we've been friends for like 
maybe two years, not even oh, a year and a half. Yeah. A year and a yeah, half. Yeah, yeah. And like you have freaking rocket ship mm-hmm. growth, like from being in nutrition to now like strictly like business coaching yeah. and everything. So I would love for you to share your story, mm-hmm. like how you got to where you're at now. Yeah. Gosh, where do yeah. I start? Right. How much time do we have? So no, it, we it really as a kid, I wanted to just help people. That was just always, it. I wanted to help people. I wanted to change people's lives. And the only way in which I could conceptualize that as a child was teacher or nurse yeah. and like, like nursing, it just bled yeah. in bedside manner. I knew it wasn't going to be my thing. So I became a teacher. How, where did that not to interrupt you, no, but yeah. to interrupt you, where did that like spark of wanting to help people mm. come from? Always. I don't know. Okay. Actually, if I had to really think about it and go back to like childhood, Jen, definitely because my parents divorced when I was five. Mm. And so I think there was always this, like, I felt mm. very helpless in a lot of the stuff that I did every day and Desire my life, yeah, something. my life was out of control. I probably didn't have some of the basic, like feelings as a child of like that love and that nurturing. So probably very mm. much from that age and I have a younger brother. So I'm sure it very much came from that. And so, yeah, I just wanted to help people. And so I, I did, I became a teacher immediately when I became a teacher, I was like, there's something like day one of the classroom was like, there's something more than this. I know Mm -hmm. it in my heart. I know it in my gut. And I didn't know what it was. So I just went back to school to become a principal, got two degrees in master's and ed specialist in leadership and administration. Cause I was like, if I want to help more people, the only way I can actually understand that is just become a principal instead of having a helping a classroom, I'll help a school. Mm-hmm. Cause at that time, I mean, this was like 2011, like Instagram wasn't a thing. I was born and raised in Michigan entrepreneurship. Literally. I was like, no, I'm yeah, like, those people would have a lot of my, yeah. like how, right. I was, I was just like, <laughs> you're just born into it. And so I just started helping people healed an eating disorder, did a lot of self-worth work within that master's degree. Cause you can't do leadership work without doing that. And then all of a sudden I like lost a bunch of weight, got in good shape, healed my relationship with food. And then through my gym, I realized how many women needed help. Mm-hmm. And I, I, at that time had a nutrition coach and I was like, wait, you need help with this. You need help with this. I just started helping women. Like that's all I knew how to do is just started helping them. One day I wake up and I looked at my husband and I was like, I think I need to do something because I'm making money in like it's just like it's happening. Yeah. Do I have to pay taxes on this? Like, do I have to be a business? And he's like, yep, let's get you an LLC. Like, and I got certified as a coach and did all that stuff. And then when I, I grew my business really quick, like super, super quick. Cause I truly believe, cause I was a teacher and I was a leader. I grew it quick. And then I just started helping people with their businesses. And I realized very quickly, I believe that there's three things that will hold you back from your dreams, from financial abundance, mm-hmm. anything. Number one is your money mindset. Yep. Number two is your spouse. And number three mm-hmm. is your community, your yes. friends, your community. Yes. yes. And so very quickly, I was like, all right, my spouse supportive. Thank God. Friends don't have them that, that do what I do. That, that get that it. Are like, yeah. yeah that like get great it. people, but maybe like that you're like, I feel like I'm on a, yeah. And living in a different planet. I'm like, hi, right? I'm an entrepreneur. And they're like, no, you're not. You're a teacher. And then my money mindset was set for massive failure. Mm. So I started to become obsessed with money mindset and becoming obsessed with like, let me get these people in my life. I can't, I'm going to go find them. They're not going right. to come to go find them. And then I, I like started to help people again, just out of nowhere, started to help people grow and scale their businesses. And then all of a sudden pandemic hit. And I was like, you know what? My heart, my gut, my intuitions, everything's telling me to leave the nutrition world behind and become the business coach. And I did. And that's what I get to do now. And now yeah. I'm like, I wake up every day. I always say with this unwavering belief that anyone in this world can live in their power, their personal Mm -hmm. power, their financial power, their entrepreneurial power. 
probably what yeah. we're so I'm like, you, you know, again, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Feeling the chills. So that's what I do every day. Like I help them on overcome their money mindset. I hope them like set that to massive success, redo their money blueprint, and then help a lot of people because the more people that we help, the more money that we make. Absolutely. And that's what I get to do now. And it's so it. much fun. I love it. Yeah. And okay. So with, on that note, like yeah. what do you feel like your freaking purpose is, right? Mm. Like, and that's such a big question, but I know that you like can very, yeah, you can throw it right out yeah. and tell us. My purpose is to make this world a better place. I think that's all of our purposes. I think that as a collective, I think mm. that's truly all of our purposes, but to help people recognize that the power is within them and they can truly like create the life and live the life that they dream of. Like that's really, and when I think about it, when I go back to like, when I was a teacher, very similar when I was tutoring, very similar nutrition, very similar. And now it's just taking shape of business coaching. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love that. And I love how we can see, because even like with my own story and stuff, how we can see those things that we were drawn to when we were young how they come back and full circle. Like when I was younger, like I always wanted to do some sort of performing thing. And while yes, having a podcast, like I'm not performing, but that gives me that performing creative outlet, right? When I was little, I wanted to be an actress and then a pop star for my whole life. Like all that kind of stuff, right? (laughs) Is anyone surprised? No, (laughs) literally. Um, And so, yeah, so I love how we see these things like, oh, that's Mm. been a common thread my whole life. And I like, how cool. When you don't have to, you know, society tells us that we should pigeonhole. Like if you want to be, if you want to help people, cause I love teaching, like I'm such a teacher, you want to help people and you want to teach people. You have to be in the box of this classroom mm-hmm. versus what I get to do now is help people and teach people. I just do it in a completely different place. You still perform, educate, like express yourself in such a different way. Yeah. So we have to have the courage to be like, okay, well, society looks like this, but however, what is it? What do I want it to look like? And where's the need that I see? And that's your power yes. of like, oh, that, oh, let me just take this and put it over here. And then look how many people I can help with that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. And, and I have so many, we're going to talk about lifestyle design, like mm-hmm. money, all the, all the things. Absolutely. So, okay. So talked about your purpose, making the world a better place. Mm-hmm. You are so all about like I mean, helping people build businesses, start yeah. businesses, scale businesses. Yeah. But one of your like major superpowers is helping people with money mindset. Mm, so I would love for you favorite. to speak into like your mm-hmm. journey with your money mindset yeah. and how you've been able to shift that. And then even like some tips for people who are like, okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah. It feels so different to me. I don't yeah. know how to start. What do I do with it? Yeah. Like, how? How, do I, how do I start working on my money mindset? Yeah. Cool. Like I'm in, but what? Yeah. Well, it, it, it's truly the number one thing that will hold you back. You can, you can get to a place where you make money, but if your money mindset's not strong, you're not going to keep it. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the world of, and you and I so much see eye to eye on this is like, okay, making money is half of it. Making your money then work for you and actually creating long-term wealth or the lifestyle that you dream of is a completely different mm-hmm. boat. Because society has told us that it's safe and it's okay and it's acceptable to spend on random things. Society does not tell us that we can invest in things ourselves. Like it's it's not a a thing. It's like when you when you make X amount, then you can start doing these things. When in reality, that's that's only gonna leave you like with the like literally on a hamster wheel Mm -hmm. your entire life. And so kind of where my money story came from, where I, where I started parents divorced when I was really, really, really young. And my dad was an alcoholic my entire life. He's been sober Mm -hmm. for 11 or 12 years now. I always get that mixed up, but when he wasn't sober, he didn't really want to be a part of our lives. And Mm -hmm. so with that meant we, my mom was a single mom making like 30 something thousand dollars a year, Mm -hmm. raising my brother and I, Wow. and my dad wasn't paying child support. 
So I constantly heard growing up, Jen, I think we might lose the house. Jen, we can't afford that. Mom, can I, I like always wanted to be a cheerleader. And she was like, do you understand how much those uniforms cost? Mm-hmm. You can be a, you can be an athlete because we can get hand-me-downs from the girls down the street, but yeah. you like never could get anything new, never had new toys. Maybe my grandma would come over and drop something off. But like we just lived in a house of fear and scarcity yeah. and that's all I knew. And so I felt it. I definitely felt it. Like when I was at the grocery store, I like put stuff in the cart and my mom would then like, wait till I looked away to take them out. And then I was like, wait, 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 what, what, what happened? Mm-hmm. I heard it. I saw it like that was just my upbringing. And I was like, well, we just are the people that don't have money. So because we're the people who don't have money, we can't go out to eat like all my friends. We can't go on vacation. Like we just, we can't have new clothes. I can't have those, like those, you remember those gel shoes? Like never could have jellies because like my mom wouldn't buy them for me. She's like, those are not practical shoes, right? Like they're like the the version one crocs i feel like Like, come on cooler yeah i'd probably i want i'd fuck with some jellies these days oh yeah i would i really would though actually yeah make them for grown-ups we're gonna amazon immediately after this so that was my upbringing so i was constantly just told like you're not the type of we're not the family that can blah 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 yeah so then of course i wanted to go to college like real college i want to go to community college okay community college is real but you know what i mean i wanted to go away and have a real college experience and my mom's like, well, honey, we can't afford that. So I was like, student loans. The second that I got a credit card, I didn't under, nobody taught me how money worked mm. ever. So I got a credit card and I was like, genius. I don't need the money and I can buy whatever I want. Like this is the best <laughs> gift in the world, right? Yeah. Didn't understand how credit cards worked. Oh, wow. So I racked myself up in like 10, 15, $12,000 of credit card debt, like back to back. Like my, my money story was like, okay, you're in, lo- you're in student debt. Deal with it later you're going to be a teacher. So you better marry rich because like you're mm-hmm. in student debt then. Okay. I'm going to just put it on my credit card. So I would max out a credit card, be like crap. I have no more room on my credit card, pay it off, max it out, pay it off. Ooh, yeah. I did that so much. I have like a very different, like upbringing yeah. around money, but did that a lot. Yeah. It was just the norm. A lot. It's completely the norm. adult life. Yeah. I remember that's how we, when we first met, we talked a lot yeah. about that with each with it ourselves. And so that was just the cycle. And I was constant. So then, so then I was a teacher making, you know, $35,000 a year. And I was like, well, I can't, there's a contract. I can't make more money than this. So I can tutor. I know my skills. I can go tutor. So I built a really successful tutoring business. I was making, you know, like three, four grand a month tutoring. So I was like, perfect. Then I'll just spend a lot, work more, pay it off, Mm -hmm. spend work more, pay it off. So I had this, this mindset of like, that is who you are because you're not somebody who can X because you're not going to marry rich because you're going to actually like look for a relationship, not just to marry for money. You're screwed because you want to help a ton of people and you want to make less money. And just the harder and the more that you work trading time for money, then you can have this. Mm-hmm. So when I became an entrepreneur, all of those beliefs were still in me. Yeah. And I had to realize if I wanted this life that I dreamed of, I had to undo all of those beliefs and literally create new beliefs because I, if I right now was in the, the business that we have, the income that we bring in, if I was still operating in the more that you work, the more money that you make, I'd be burnt out. And exa- I wouldn't be sitting here right now. I'd be working on this Saturday morning. Yeah. Wouldn't have come over a couple of days ago in the middle of a work week. I would still be in credit card debt. I probably would be abusing the money that I'm making. I wouldn't love and appreciate and respect it. So then I wouldn't be able to create wealth for our family. And it would, it would just be this ongoing rat race. And so I was like, if I truly, I see the dream if I want that dream, there's a belief system in me that is not, it's set for failure and it's my job to then do the work to set it for success. So how can you then take that 
and do something. Number one is understanding and awareness. You have to understand. And I always say, go back to childhood. I went back to like, my dad was like, you know, corner office, like corporate guy for a while and he'd make money and he'd get the new convertible, the new flashy watch. Yeah. He'd spend it immediately. That, that was one of my things. Like yeah. once I started making better money, I'd be like, Oh, all this money came in Shh, quick, buy all the things. So yes. that I stay at my threshold of feeling things like things are too tight that yeah. I'm not worthy yeah. of having this same. Yeah. I would make, it was my first $10,000 month. I call my husband into the office and I have my Stripe account up. So we're, it's at the end of the month, looking back at the month. And I'm like, babe, I did it. Like, you know, your first five figure month is a big deal. Yeah. And I'm like, I did it. Look at this account. And he's like celebrating with me, doing my money magnet dance. He's like, Jen, I'm so proud of you. Amazing. Babe, where's the money? And so I was like, yeah, what'd you do with it? Savings. And he, he knew, like he knew not to ask. And he was like, great. Congratulations. And he, he shut the office door and I was like, Oh my God, I don't know where the money is. Like, I don't know where the money is. Mm. I, I don't $10,000. I don't know where the yeah. money was. And that's when I realized like, if you want this, you've got to do the work. So number one is creating awareness and understanding around who you are, why your money is the way that it is. Go back and understand your family, go back and understand your parents. Don't get mad at them. They did the best that they could with what they had. And they didn't know any better either. Like that's it. Yeah. The number two, ask yourself, which of these beliefs do I want to let go of? And what do I want to keep? My dad, I kept a, a money belief. I let go of money doesn't grow in trees. I let go yeah, of money, the more I'll people that go you go out to the money tree, I'm daughter. Like, well, money, like how much actually how I can create it out of thin air. So it's yeah. even better. My other belief was like the more amount of like time and effort mm -hmm. is the more money. Yep. I was like, that, Same. that yeah. sucks. Done. That no, thank doesn't you. sound like fun. I don't want to do that. Um, and that, but my dad told me, Jen, I have a feeling. He was like, I always say, I have a feeling about you that you're going to do something you're going to have a job. You're going to make a lot of money. And that job doesn't even exist. You're going to seriously create it. I kept that money story. Yeah. I was like, thank you, Brian. That's a good Brian. one. I'm not going to marry rich, but I am going to do that. Yeah. So number two is what do you want to let go of? And then number three is what, what new money stories? Cause you cannot let go of a, a belief or a story and not replace it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what are your new money stories? So my new money stories are money. I can create money out of thin air. The more people that I help, not the more that I work, the more people that I help, the more money that I make. I'm a money magnet. Money yeah. literally flows my way. And you know, it does all of a sudden I'm just like, huh, yeah. I just made hundred thousand dollars this month. Isn't that cool? And it's yeah, like, you're like, weird. Yeah, great. <laughs> of, course, of course, of course. Right. Like those are my money stories now. Mm -hmm. And, and because of that, I've literally created this reality where money does flow my way. Like I literally am a money magnet because, yes. and, and the clients come to me because they're like, oh my God, you're good at what you do. And you care your heart is so big. You want to help. You want to help more people. I, I want to be, I want to work with you. And so it's not this slimy, like slide into your DMs. Like, like it's just this beautiful client attraction yeah. that gets to happen because I created that reality. But in order to create that reality, you have to go back and, and disassociate yourself from the past. Yes. Yes. Okay. So those, those are amazing tips. Like what is one small habit that somebody can do? Who's working mm. on their money mindset, like one small mm. thing that they can do like each day. I would definitely say when I say money affirmations, so affirming, right? Like money affirmations, saying something out loud. Like I always say, I'm going to say I'm a money magnet all yeah. the time. And, we, and every there's day. a money magnet dance, right? Literally, so oh, we, I mean, oh, it's like, shall you? I'm a money magnet. I'm a money magnet. I'm a money. I'm a money. I'm a money magnet. Yeah. 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 Yes. You got you to play with it, you know, <laughs> that's exactly but with that, you guys, and like, why, why a money magnet dance? Why silly? See, like, like I already that? feel better. Like, you're like, like what? Yes! 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 Because it raises your vibration. Yes. When we celebrate, 
your energetic vibration goes to here mm-hmm. and law of attraction. What are you going to attract when you're here versus, Oh my God, I don't want to look at my bank account, yeah. right? Fear is going to be here. Shame, guilt, and you bring more uncertainty. Of that yeah. You're, and then you're going to bring clients and people and money. That's like, Oh, I don't know if I'm going to stay right. Like yeah. You're going to feel that uneasiness. If you're here and you're celebrating money all the time, you're here, yep. you're going to attract it. And so money magnet dance is huge. Okay. Pat, I, my, do, I do it Roxy too. jumps in. Like we have a whole like, like run around the entire yeah, house. Yeah. yeah. You're like, yes, I'm di- I did it. Right. It's because ama- money's amazing. Yeah. Like we got to celebrate that. So I would definitely say money affirmations, but with money affirmations. So like I'm a money magnet, um, money flows my way. I'm a million dollar woman. I'm a six figure woman. I love money and money loves me. Those are some of my favorite ones mm-hmm. that I say, but with that, there has to be a belief because you guys know, I always use this example. If my husband walked in the door right now and I was like, hi, I love you. And I walked away. He wouldn't feel the love. Yeah. But if I stopped and I looked at him and I was really present with him and I was like, hi, I love you. I love you. And I gave him a hug. You're going like, to feel, I feel it. like you just said yeah. that to me. Like I, that made me feel good. And she's just acting as if she's saying it to her husband. I was like, and I love, I love you too. <laughs> right. But that, but that's an affirmation. I'm a money magnet versus no, I literally attract money into my life. Mm-hmm. Huge difference. Mm-hmm. So when you have money affirmations, you have to have the feeling behind it and the belief that that is your, that is true. Yeah. So that would be a habit. And if you're sitting there, like, I can't believe it, go back and try to understand why you can't believe it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love that. And so obviously a lot of people can get really triggered by mm. who, people who haven't necessarily worked on their relationship yeah. with money, or maybe have some work still to do mm-hmm. can get really triggered by others talking about money or talking about a lot of money or being like, Oh my gosh, I just made this much money or I want to make more money. And like feeling like, Oh, well money is the root of all, like those sorts of things, root Mm. of all evil. And like bad people make money, like that sort of thing. So tell like, why is it your responsibility? Mm. And like, why are you like obligated and why is making a lot of money and building wealth? So freaking important Mm. to you. I love this question. Well, number one, all of those things are lies and they're past beliefs that somebody once told you mm-hmm. and that, that do not root. There's no truth rooted in them. Now, people who have money, are there bad people who have money? Absolutely. Yes. Are there good people who have money? Yes. I really do believe that number one, money makes your dreams and your reality come true. We have the ability on, on earth is amazing. This, this human life is incredible there. We can live a limitless, like limitless. We really, truly can. Mm-hmm. We can create any reality that we want. And I truly believe that's our birthright as a human to explore that and to find that and to live the most happy, abundant life ever. Mm-hmm. Number two is that when you make more money, you are able to help more people. Yes. Like, that's what, like you can be more generous and that feels literally, so good. Money makes the world go round and money helps people. So like, if I'm going to make, and one of my, my five-year goal is to have a nonprofit to help young women mm-hmm. with money, with entrepreneurship, with all, with power, like, 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 could you imagine if we were seven being like, Oh, I don't care if you don't like my body. I like, like living in our power. And if I can do that, how many young women I'm going to, what, what's my impact going to be able to be in this world? Yeah. Because I can have this nonprofit, which you need money for to help these children. Yep. And it's like, we, when we start to think about money as that, it completely shifts the yeah. way that you're doing things. It's, it's yeah. When you can get more, like use your imagination, like, yeah. okay, if someone just gave me $10 million. Like, yeah. what would I do? Like, I don't need a $10 million house. Like, yeah, no. you buy like, yeah, of course I get like the cool big. car and get a new house and that's, so, and go on a trip and stuff. Yeah. But like, 
what amazing things could I do with all that money? Yeah. And so when you stretch yourself to think about, well, mm-hmm. okay, if I had a fuck ton of money, yeah, how would I get to bless people in my life yeah. and ble- or bless strangers? Like yes. that can light that fire for you yes. so much. And so then you can see like, oh no, like mm-hmm. I have a responsibility to make a lot of money because it allows me to make the world a better place. Yes. Just like what you were saying earlier. 100%. And like with, if I have a lot of money, you know, because a lot of like, that's like relative, like anyone can decide what that is for them. I can help support my parents who supported me their entire Mm. lives. I can put a shit ton of money into my nephew's college fund so that they don't have to worry about being in debt, which I do every birthday and Christmas and everything. I can't, if I have children one day, I can obviously provide a great life for them, but then I can when I, when we go, we go out to dinner, we, I will never tip 20%. I'm always like 30, 40, 50, sometimes a hundred percent. Why? Thank you so much for being with me. And for like, from, I don't have to cook. I don't have to clean. Like, thank you so much for having such a great experience. We can go buy someone groceries. I can go and buy children that will never experience Christmas morning presents on Christmas morning, because that's where my heart is. We can we can do so many mm-hmm. things and we can align ourselves with helping so many more people. Mm-hmm. And that right there, like, I don't, I don't think that there's a better feeling on the planet in truly helping people. Yeah. Because when we were raised, we were raised with, well, if I give money to you, it takes away from me. Mm-hmm. And so we actually were right. This raised, idea that there's a limited amount of money yes, in the world, which is bull, which makes us greedy mm-hmm. and like, well, well, I can't give my money to you because I won't have enough. And that's where that, that thought and that belief of greed comes in. And it's like, no, no, no money. Literally you can create money out of thin air. That's it. You can create money out of thin air. If you don't believe me, try it. Yeah. It literally works. We've both done it many times. It works. Yeah. Like to the point where you're like, I like smiled when you said, you know, when I was a teacher making $35,000 a year, cause like, I mean, that we both had, yeah, like, (laughs) yes. And so, and it's just wild and not to say like, that's not to like, you know, to put teachers down or like, say, if that's what you make a year, like, yeah. that's like a bad, you know, no, like not at all. people are perfectly happy with that. Yes. But it's just like such a, at that point, like when you're in that teaching job, like thinking about making that in a week was no, like, oh, yeah, freaking I right. like, who do you <laughs> think you are? Yeah. <laughs> but with that, like, here's the thing, like teaching any, any career, actually any career, you have a cap. And the, one of the times there was, there's a couple moments when I, it was like, I heard something and it was like a fire of like, you have to leave teaching. Mm. And I love teaching many, many people come into entrepreneurship because they don't love the corporate or whatever it is. Yeah. I loved every second. I dedicated six and a half years of my life to train, to become a principal. Like I loved teaching. I loved working with little kids. I cried so hard the my last day of school. Cause I was like, I love doing this. Mm. However, I was climbing up someone else's ladder. I was not living a life of freedom. Freedom is my number one core value. I, and fun was second. And I could not do those things in the standard system. I signed a contract that said that this is how much you're going to make every year. There was no, any, and if I became a principal, I could have made like 120 grand a year. Mm -hmm. If I became a superintendent, like maybe 300, depending on the district, there, there was a ceiling. And I was like, listening to a podcast at the gym. It was a Bezos Koolian podcast. And it was, this was years ago nice. and I was listening to it and I paused it and listened over and over and over again. And he said, instead of living your life, trying to climb up someone else's ladder, why don't you get off the build ladder and build your own? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I stopped. I, you can do that. And I wrote it down, put it on my wall. And I was like, this is what I'm doing. Cause forever I was in an industry and this is any industry that they told me 
what my potential was. They told me the life I could dream of. They told me the car I could drive. They told me the house. They told me the vacation and when I could take the vacation. They told me all of these things. And I was like, cool. However, this is not the life I want to live. When I dream, it's not, this can't do it. Mm -hmm. And then when I, when I became that realization, I was like, I have to, I have to leave. There's no other option. I have to leave. And so if you're listening and maybe you are working a nine to five or working someone else's business and, and you have dreams and aspirations, just ask yourself, will this serve me? Will this get me there? And if Mm -hmm. it won't, then you get the, you have to have the courage to then create what you want to create. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right. So switching gears a little bit, can you tell us about one of your biggest challenges, whether it's Mm. business, personal, like rock bottom type of challenges, things that you've gone through. And then also like the lesson that Mm. the lesson you learned from it and like how you moved through that. Oh, so good. Biggest challenge. I'm going to, I'm going to leave money out of this one, right? Cause we've been talking a lot about money. Um, I think one of my biggest challenges when I look at the entrepreneurship journey was really cultivating, like truly cultivating like deep friendships Mm -hmm. with women who wanted your success just as much as you. Mm. And, you know, why am I getting emotional? Now she's going to cry on her very first podcast episode. (laughs) Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen, you know, I will take over this interview. (laughs) In the future, in 30 minutes will be when you tell me that you love me the next time I cry. But I, 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 you know, we've talked a lot about this as like in our friend group of it's, it's unfortunately because I truly believe the money conditioning and like mm-hmm. the just societal norms. I really believe that as women, we've been told to look at each other as competition mm. of like, whether it's money or success or when people have families, it's like, oh, well, you're, yeah. you've got this many or you do this, whatever that is. And it's always this like trying to one up people game. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, if that's rooted, if that's a story rooted in our subconscious, then what happens is that we naturally attract friendships or we find ourselves in friendships where I'll celebrate you, but only to this amount, Mm -hmm. I'll support you, but only when you're below me. Mm -hmm. And I think that finding like real friendships where like we, we were hiking, you weren't there when we were in Sedona, I missed you. You weren't there, but we were hiking with, with two of our good friends who I'm sure mm-hmm. will be on the podcast, Melissa and Taylor. And I was yep. sharing one of my launches and it was mid launch. I was sharing it and Melissa stopped, screamed, turned around and was like, what did you just say? Jenna, are you kidding me? And she's like screaming for me. Yeah. Cause it was my, one of my largest launches, and we still weren't like cart, like the cart still wasn't closed. And she's yeah. like, you're going to hit this. And like, I looked at her and I was like, Oh my, like my heart was so full. Cause I was like, you literally are reacting just as much, if not more than I would react to my success. Mm. And I think that we find ourselves in masterminds or programs, whatever it is. And we find women we're like, Oh my God, I like you. You know? And it's like every relationship you start on the surface level and you start to go deeper. And then after a little bit, you're like, wow, you, you're not supporting me because mm, yeah. you've got blocks or whatever that is. And so I think that's been one of my biggest challenges is finding that and like wanting, it's like when you want a good relationship, yeah. you know, it's like the same thing with, with friends. These are relationships. It's the same exact thing. And you're like, God, I just want someone that I can text and guys, guess what? Or want someone that I can text and be like, 
we're selling our house and buying an RV. You know, like I want someone that I can, a group of women that I can have that with. And I think that was one of the hardest things was to actually find that. Yeah, absolutely. Do you find that too? Oh, so, so much. And I, I will say too, like growing up, I've always had, like, I'm very extroverted, social, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I have always been the kind of person, like I've always had like a handful of really deep friendships, but then also like been a part of so many different friend groups. Like I was in, I did like honors and AP in high school. So I was like in the, like, I guess, smart group, I guess, you know, and then played sports. So I was like in the athletic group too. I was as like cheesy as it sounds, I was one of the popular girls. So like in that bubble too. So, but I never fully felt like I, there were times for sure, but like landed in a like super and more so as as an adult felt like I had my like core circle, like my friend group, Mm -hmm. you know, I was like, no, I have great friendship friendships in a lot of different areas and places, but like, they're not not necessarily all friends. And so I felt fulfilled in that way, but always wanting to feel like I had that collected group Mm. of friends who, like you were saying, like we can play together. We get what each other are going through, like, because we do similar things in the world and, and yeah, like we're cheering each other on. It's not about competition, like all that. And like, I legitimately didn't, haven't felt like I've found that until the last like two years, like with our, our friends and stuff. And like, oh my gosh, finally, Mm. you know, yeah, we can talk about all the things and like they get what my life is like. And, and yeah, we've yeah. we got like so much, a variety of success mm-hmm. and life achievements and all, the, all that kind of stuff in the yeah. group. But like, it's so, holy shit, y'all. Like it is so important to find like a tribe that gets you and yeah. that you feel safe in and pushed by and so motivated true. by like all the things that um, uplift you that like, yeah. don't make you feel less than that. Don't make you feel like you're in the wrong that don't make you feel like just settle, just stop dreaming, yeah. just stop yeah. dreaming so big. Yeah. You don't need that, you know, whatever, like whatever that is. And that really, truly will support you. Absolutely. And then like, it's sad to me that it's, that it's like rare. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really sad to me mm-hmm. that it's rare, but that I'm grateful that we both can cultivate containers and programs and that we can, we can show those that to women. Like I've got a lot of programs where people join and then they form friendships in that program. Yeah. I'm like, yes, thank so you. Happy. Yeah. Like, this is so great. Cause like, that's how we, that's how we all find each other. And so I think that was probably one of the hardest things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I will say like hands down, cause like we're filming this in early 2021, like all that, like I, and everybody knows like part of my 2020 experience was going through a divorce. And yeah. so like ending a 10 year relationship and becoming single for the first time since I was in my early twenties. And then like, we're all staying home now. And just like, things are confusing. We don't know what the fuck's going on in the world or when like things are going to go back to quote unquote normal, or we're going to be out and about more. Like I would not have survived this past year or thrived Mm. this past year without my like tribe and like female friendships. Yeah. Cause you really did. Thanks. (laughs) Um, so yeah, what would actually, some of your tips for women who are mm-hmm. listening to this and men as well, who are like, fuck, I need to, like, I men don't is, have, men, it's almost harder. Yeah, yeah it's almost yeah. harder because it's, there's like a, a masculinity block yeah. of like, oh, well, I can't be like, hey, I need, I need like good guy friends. Like, hey, guys, are you guys are struggling like, with I'm this. struggling. I need like a, a tribe, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. What would be some of your tips for people mm-hmm. who are craving that and needing that? And like, where the hell do you start? Oh, Especially gosh. as a grown up, because when you're a grown up, I know. And this is one of the things too, when you're a grown up, like living in your, city, town, wherever you live. And like, 
it's hard to know where to start because if you move somewhere new, right, you're mm. the new person and you can get plugged in easier that way. And maybe so you have a friend true. of a friend who's going to show you around or whatever, right? Yeah. Or like if you start a new project or you join a sport or something, like you get dropped into these things yeah. or like community and classes. Like everyone's like new together. Yeah, and we're like, new together. So yeah. we're going to become friends. But if yeah. you're just like living your life mm. and you don't have, you're like, okay, well, where do I start as an adult so with like true. making new friends? <laughs> Right. And like like-minded, like soul, like lifetime. I friends. literally think I Googled that like two years ago. Yeah. Not even kidding you. Like I think two and a half years ago, I think I Googled like, where do I find like-minded friends? I like as truly, a grown up. as a grown up. <laughs> Help me please. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Number. If I look at the common thread of every single very close friend that I have, that's like-minded entrepreneur because I still have got my great friends from yeah, home same. that, you know, that are moms and entrepreneurs and like working in their jobs and, and like, they're still amazing friends, Yeah, but they don't, it's, they don't know how to have this friendship with me where I'm start, talking about spirituality. I'm talking about enlightenment, abundance, attraction of money. They're like, yes, attraction of money. I get paid the yeah. same amount every single day. I'm like, like, like I want to no. make more, I want to make more money next month. Yeah, like, we're like, going to make a million dollars well, this year. And they're nice. like, yeah, that sounds nice. I'm like, no, no, Must you don't nice. get it. Yeah. You don't get it. Like I will, then yeah. I'm going to. Yes. hundred percent. So if I look at the common thread of every one of my entrepreneurial friends and my friends who are very similar minded as me and who push me, lift me up, support me, it's, I found them in programs. I found yeah. them in masterminds. We paid I've, for our friends. I've paid a lot of money for my friends yeah. and if they're worth and I don't probably more. Pro- I don't feel any. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't yeah, like you guys are probably worth more than yeah, what I, I paid. Like, it was a very small yeah. investment what I paid to get you in my life. It's actually really, really easy. Yeah. So joining programs, but here's the thing is I've actually, so before the, I do, I was in a mastermind before I met you and the one that we were in and 50 great people, everyone was like-minded, very similar. I didn't find friendships there because I wasn't ready. And I didn't understand that. Like I actually couldn't, I didn't just show up in a room and be like, hi, everyone be my friend. Like yeah. it was like, you oh, now you have int- to like go like reach out to them. Yeah, which is hard. Ask questions. I yeah. actually think I'm an introvert. Like if I had to really mm-hmm. guess, I think I'm like an outgoing introvert. Interesting. Because when I get in big rooms, like like when when you and I met, I'm like, uh, like back of the room, like okay, like I don't feel comfortable. There's a mm-hmm. lot of inner work and inner dialogue that I'm going through to be like, who do you want to become? Who's your higher self? Show up, Jen. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I know it's like I'm literally talking to myself. Oh. So my first time I did this, I was like. I'll just be in the back of the room and I'll just like crack jokes yeah. and be the funny person. I'm like, where's my cheetah print outfit? Literally remember. I was like, I was like triggered by you. I was like, who is she? Why is she so powerful? But like also number one, if you're triggered ever heal it, yeah. heal it. It wasn't you That's and your fine. sexy cheetah print. Yes. <laughs> you were so sexy. <laughs> you really were. You had like your leather and like your sexy. And I was like, oh my God. why is your hair so good? Why is her, why is she so great? I remember like dancing and you were like breaking it down. I was like, why can't you move her body like that? Like, why can't I? But like, I was like, truly, I was like, oh my God. Like I was almost intimidated. Like, give me some, what is that? Give me some. Cause yeah, I was like, I that. want that. And then I was like, Jen, if it's in her, it's in you. Mm. Bring it out. Yes. Ooh, I love you that. Know, like, bring it out. And so like, when you're in these bring rooms, it out. bring it out. Right. Like, I'm like, can we play that after <laughs> yeah, like, on the television? Um, when For those, oh, sorry. Little tangent. For those who are watching this, like the video replay, there are a lot of really nice like dance moves and like facial expressions. Yeah. If you're listening to this audio only, go find the video, video. go below, click the link. Um, so with that, it's like, when you're in these rooms, ask yourself, how do I want to show up? Mm -hmm. What is the type of friendship I'm looking for? Who do I want to become? You always invest and you always show up in those big rooms 
as the person that you want to become mm-hmm. and the person you're striving to become. And so it's like, that's what it is. So if you have this, okay, I want to, I want to be this person. I want to attract friends that are, that are, if, that are this, this person too, you will find them, yeah. but it will be hard. Yeah. And it that, will take courage. And something like that too. Like if that, if this is you and you're thinking that and you're like, Oh, I hate like networking or like all that yeah. kind of stuff, or I'm, or I'm introverted or shy, yeah. or I get like social anxiety. Like if you're in a group like that or a room like that, be like, okay, then my intention is to like meet three people. I'm going to go introduce myself to three people Yes, and then remember their names. Yes. Right. Like there Start you go. Small. That can be it. Start small. Like, yeah. Back at, in Michigan, a friend of mine took me to a networking event. Guys, I had so much anxiety. I almost took a shot of tequila before I left, but I didn't because she's like, I'm here. And I was like, oh no. Like I, I didn't know what, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to act. I didn't know how to form those connections. Mm-hmm. I never had. So those of you who are like, it's not that easy for me. Like I'm not a Lauren who walks into my cheetah print and I'm like, I'm here. I think <laughs> yeah. like red heels or something on yep, too. Yep. yep. See, I remembered. Um, <laughs> and if you're not that, if you're a little bit more reserved and you're a little bit more like, oh my gosh, it's like, that's okay. Welcome to being a human. You're yeah. growing. Growing is uncomfortable, but it's your responsibility. If you want to grow to show up to grow. Yeah. And like, have like two or three interesting questions in your back pocket yeah. to ask um, yes. somebody, you know, that yes. makes it so much easier. Like, okay, my job here then today is to introduce myself to three people and each one of them, I'm going to ask them one really interesting question. Yep. You know, cause, cause when you ask interesting questions, you become and more interesting, person. right. Yep. And people will remember you as yep. well. And then you're going to learn something really cool about that person. Yeah. What is that quote? Like you're, I'm going to butcher it. I'm the oh, queen of butchering I quote. I know what you're trying it's to like, say. It's like, you are only as successful as the questions that you are able to ask something or like something that. like that. <sighs> and so it's in like my husband and I, as we're meeting more people, we, we realize the people that we connect the most with are the ones that don't ask. So what do you guys do? Yeah. It, like we, we hung out with friends, like four or like, five days in a row. Like I want to know, but like and then they were like, wait, what do you do? Yeah. Like after day five, like, wait, it. so what do you guys do? Like, because we were able to connect on a deeper level yeah. immediately versus like, so what do you do? Where are you from? What's this? And it's like, uh-uh. Yeah. Well, actually, okay. So while we're at it, like, what are some of those questions? Like, I mm. love asking people, like, what's something you're super, super excited about in your yes. life right now? One of my favorites. Because then also like, yeah, they're going to get like excited. Their yeah. frequency is going to raise and you're going to, you're going to fee- feel that energy mm-hmm. in them and see them light up and spark up and all that. And they're going to also feel good about you yeah. because you've elicited this, like these mm-hmm. good feelings in them. Mm-hmm. I love that one. Question. I love that one. I love, so I like, I'm a, I'm a heart person. I'm like, uh, let me connect with your heart. Like immediately. And if yeah. you don't want me to, I'm then like that's a, okay. Like fun. Yeah. You're like, Hey, Where's um, the party? so I always will ask like, how did you get here? Mm-hmm. Like how, like tell me the story on how you got yeah. here. And sometimes it will come out of like, well, and then I became, and, and like what they do might come out, but it might not. Yeah. You know? So it's like, so how did you get here? And I was obsessed with that when I was a teacher every time I'd meet a principal or like someone in central office, I would always ask that question. Like, how did you get here? Like, I want to know your journey. And I believe when you ask that to people who are like, let's say like more successful than you, like air quotes, because my definition of success can be different from anyone else's. And we can think someone's more successful in one area, but in reality, like it's just an illusion. Yeah. And so if you look at someone who is more successful as you and you ask them, like, so how did you get here? I truly believe I was able to have such like rapid rocket growth in my, in my business and in my life, because I literally found mentors and asked, how'd you get here? And then I found myself in their story. Our brain needs to understand and see that it is, they need to, it needs to be able to see it. Some people are really visual or they they have a vision board. Like I see it, it's going to happen. I'm not like that. I actually need like proof 
that like, oh, she did it. And she's also from Michigan. So I can do it too. And that's how I chose a lot of like my mentor. Well, yeah. Chris and Lori's mastermind, which is, I think how, yeah, how we met. Um, Because I was like, okay, I like what they, what they have created in their lives and what they're doing in the world. I want that. And they were like one of the closest examples for me of what I was looking for to looking to do with my own life. So I was like, okay, then I get to plug into what you guys are doing and be around you and and get to know you and become friends with you. And like, once I set that intention, like that year I became friends with them, like, you know, and then like have invested in, I mean, yeah, you know, and so, so yeah, seeing like, okay, who has done this? Yeah. Then I'm going to get as close to you as possible so I can learn how to do it for me too. Absolutely. And Mm -hmm. then I love on a human level. Yeah. You know, cause I feel, I think that there's something seriously wrong with, with the industry of entrepreneurship and coaching where it's like, oh, well you have achieved X. And so you're going to be my next mentor. Cause you are the best. Hmm. And I don't believe in no. anyone being the best. I don't believe in having achievements. Like it's like accreditations or, or yeah. certifications. No, no, I don't want someone to choose me because I made half a million dollars. I four X our income last year in a pandemic after a miscarriage, all of that. I don't want someone to choose me because I've done this. I required, retired my husband. I've hired my, I don't want those things. I want you to choose me because you love who I am and you align so much with my values and my belief. And you see your power when you're in my circle. Yes. When I'm in your life, you are like, oh my God, Jen unleashes a part of my power and I want more of her. Yeah. And that's how I choose a lot of my mentors. (laughs) Yeah. Chills down the right side of my body. That's, that's why I choose my mentors. I think I used to choose them because I'm like, oh, you make X amount of money. Yeah. And now I'm like, there's so much more to life than oh, money. Yeah, absolutely. And mine, mine is very much, and has been for a while. Like, okay, yes, you have the like on paper accomplishments that yes. I want and the way that you live your mm-hmm. life and the human that you are, yes. that's like just as important because like absolutely. you can make a fuck ton of money and have all these accomplishments and have yeah. like be a workaholic and like be yes. super stressed and, and have a, time. and have a relationship no, that is draining and have a, like you can, yes. And the the first guy I actually, I was going to work with him. I decided not to because he was a wreck. He was sleeping two hours a night. He was grinding. He had like a multi-million dollar business, but he was exhausted, burnt out, failing marriage. Like he was the reason why he was not a good husband. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Mm -mm. I would not trade I would not trade places with you. And if I sat there at a coffee date with you, I don't think I'd want to be there. Yeah. And when I'm in your life, I feel like I have to hustle to, to hustle, to make it. And I don't want that life. And so where can I find mentors that will support me in that? And you and I had that conversation personally with the two of us yesterday, last night. And that is such an empowering thing because when you're there, you're, you're able to calibrate your energy to them and you're able to be like, thank you for showing me my power. And that's actually the definition of a leader. And that's what we get to do in this world is become, that's what we are going to get to help other people do yeah. is a leader is someone who either unlocks or shows that person you have the power in you. Mm-hmm. I don't have it. I got my own power. That's my own responsibility is my power here. It is in, in you. And so find mentors, friends, people who bring that out in you because yeah. no one, you sky's the limit when you've got your power. Yeah, mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, okay. So you mentioned like all the amazing things that have happened over the past year, especially like, you know, doing X, Y, Z during a pandemic, like it's fun, it's fun what, right. Like <laughs> what, um, what have been some of your like biggest blessings mm. and like lessons over the past year? Because we all got mm. thrown like, you know, a huge curveball with what happened this past year. And like, yeah. I, I truly think like there have been so, so much beautiful has so many come out of it. Yeah. 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 My husband and I had a miscarriage a year ago, literally to like from right now when we're recording this and 
biggest blessing in the world mm-hmm. because we both stopped and we asked ourselves, what are our values? Like together as a married couple doing life together, what are our values? And then we asked ourselves the second question, which was, are we actually living them? Mm-hmm. We weren't, Ooh. we literally were, I was sometimes living them because I had the freedom too as an entrepreneur, but we weren't. And that loss made us look at each other and be like, well, why aren't we? Like, what, what, what are we waiting for? Like, are we waiting for a dollar amount? Are we waiting for the market to be like, what, what, what are we doing? What are we waiting for? Yeah. And in that we literally created the life that we live right now. Um, I found, I didn't find my, our good friends. We all cultivated a stronger, deeper relationship because I think we were so cooped up and going crazy. We're like, we gotta go to Tulum. And yeah. in that, because we hadn't seen true friends in a long time. I think that that trip really allowed us to like form a deeper friendship. Um, I think that I, it showed me a little bit more of who I was and what, who I was meant to be. It was a lot of exploration. And because of that, I was able to help more people and completely skyrocket Mm -hmm. our business like easily, which was really cool and really nice. And yeah, self friends, relationship values, all of it. I love it. I love it. Are you a growing entrepreneur looking for more visibility? Do you want to stand out as the authority and expert that you are? Do you want more leads, more dream clients coming to you asking about how they can work with you? Do you want to sell out your programs and have a stacked wait list? Are you finally ready to scale your business and create more results with less effort? Then you need the PR Accelerator, a hybrid program where we will teach you or somebody on your team how to do your own public relations, how to secure more podcast interviews, more media features, more speaking gigs, more collaborations, and ultimately more authoritative visibility so that you can scale your influence, your impact, and your income with ease. To learn more, visit laurensalon.com slash PR accelerator. That's laurensalon.com slash PR accelerator. Speaking of Mr. Kennedy, um, okay, so you were able to retire your husband, which is yeah. such a fucking cool mm, thing. So like, so cool. that's so I I love that, and he now works mm-hmm. in the business with you, mm-hmm. and you guys not that long ago <laughs> sold your house and bought an RV, which is your new house. I mean, and granted, this RV is like the work, so it it's, it's legit. It's like a top notch RV, and it's still a an RV. So, yeah, yeah. so your hut, you and your husband now are business partners yeah. living in an RV. How does that go? <laughs> How is that working together and living in such a small, smaller, container. smaller container? And then also with a dog, uh, like how is, oh, how is that? saves us. Are you kidding Good. me? Probably, yeah. Actually. No, you know, it's funny because Pat and I are really, we're both dedicated to growing separately in our own ways. I think that's so important. And then together. Yeah. I'm like, I don't expect you to become obsessed with money mindset just because I am. Yes. However, I do expect that you want to grow. Yep. Because we're humans. You want to grow or is it the same? So we grow in our own ways and then we bring that growth together and we can grow together. Mm. So that's one thing. Um, the other thing is yeah, because like the one plus one doesn't equal two. One plus one equals a million. Yeah. Well, a million. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I do mean, I do mean, and then we also have our relationship. Yes. So it's three separate things to absolutely. focus on, not just like a blend yes. of you and me. Yeah, absolutely. So I would say that 
we did a lot. We've, we, we've always been dedicated to work. We've always been dedicated to work. We've always been dedicated to growth together. And so coming into this new, completely new dynamic of our relationship, we clearly defined like vision. What do we want this to look like? How do we want this to feel? How do you want to feel? How do I want to feel? And then what are potential things that we see coming up? I am, if I want something done, I'm going to, I want it done. Right. And like, that's like myself, my life. If I see something, I'm like, oh, I can do this right now. I'm going to get it done immediately. And so then one of the potential problems was I could very easily be like, why aren't you doing this? I want you to do this, like whatever that is. And I don't, that's not the leader that I want to be in. That's not the relationship that I want to have. So we were like, well, this could happen. Okay. What could happen on your end, Pat? Well, I could feel less of a man because you're making all the money Mm, and because I'm a support role. And so I could feel this way. I'm like, yeah, 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 you could. Yeah. So how can I support you in that? How can you support yourself? What help can we get? So we seriously looked at all of the things that could go wrong. And that doesn't mean that they don't go wrong. Right. However, we now know, Ooh, so this just happened. Is it because of this? Yeah, it is. Okay. Let's have that conversation. Let's heal that. Mm. What do we need to do? So we're always open to like being fluid in that. Also, I'm really big on like us both working in our zones of genius and having fun. And so it's like, I have a, I have a team. He's a piece of the team. He's not the team. He's not the, you know, like he's not like the only one that everything falls on. So he gets to work in his zone of genius, just like everyone gets to work in theirs. But I run my team, whether it's my husband, like my, my, my business team as a, we are all equal leaders on this team. Just because you have this, these tasks doesn't mean you are less important than me who shows up and does all, mm-hmm. all of the coaching and all of the, like the face of everything. It doesn't mean that you're less than if I didn't have you, I couldn't do this. Yeah. So the way that I run our team is that we're all leaders and sometimes I'm going to lead this. You're going to lead this. You're going to lead this. You're going to lead this, but together they're all important. And I run our, like we run our relationship the same exact way. Now there are times that come up where I'm like, I can't see you or anyone. (laughs) And then you leave, you know, or I leave like whatever it is, but we always, we have crystal clear, like crystal clear, butt naked communication is what we call it. That's what one of our friends came up with that. I was like, I'm taking that. Um, because it is, it's like, if you don't say it and if I can't see it, then that's your problem. Yeah. Like that's actually not mine. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So how then. Because, and, and I'll say like where I differ in this, like, yeah. I don't think I would ever want my like future partner to yeah. work in my business yes. like for, it's not for me. You guys are partners like, yep. and like what you just said, but that doesn't for like my masculine, feminine energy dynamics yes. and what, how I feel best. Like yeah. I, that does, isn't the kind of partnership yeah. that I want. For and sure. I know that. Um, so how do you switch into like more Mm. wife mode in your relationship Mm. than CEO mode. And how does that like balance of masculine, feminine energy and dynamic between you two, like, how do you set those boundaries? And like, how does that work? We don't talk about business. If it's not time to talk about business, like we have time where like, I don't, I don't work a lot. Like I really don't like we have Monday, Tuesdays are like heavy work days because it's when I can rely on good Wi-Fi and all that. But like the rest of the week, we're more working on our business, on ourselves together, having fun, whatever that is. So we, and we have had, we've had to really work on this because he is somebody who's like, it's on my mind. I want to talk about it now. Hmm. And I'm someone who's like, okay, I'll talk about that on Wednesday when I'm in the mood to talk about that. Like, I don't need things to get, like, I don't need that conversation to happen now. Yeah. And so there are times where I'm just relaxing, having fun. He's like, Hey, we have to talk about this and he'll be like, and like throw it all at me. And I'm like, Pat, I just felt attacked. 
I yeah. literally felt attacked because I don't want to talk about whatever that is right now. Can we please talk about that on Tuesday? I, yeah. I used and, to do that too. Like, yeah. I don't have the energy for this conversation. So no. Yeah. <laughs> and if we don't set those boundaries though, then we're never going to have boundaries. Yeah. And then we're always going to be working. And that's not, we're not living a life in an RV to just work and have Wi-Fi issues everywhere. We're living a life in an RV to live a life of freedom and have fun and adventure. And then we'll structure work, but like we plan our life first mm-hmm. and then the work second yeah. and we fit the work into the life. So we've had to have a lot of those conversations of like, okay, finances, Friday mornings. Okay. Friday mornings, yeah. Friday morning, cup of coffee, Friday mornings. When we're done and with like it, if it's like date night, no fucking work talk, no work talk, yeah. no work talk. Actually date nights are dream or they're, they're our dream. They're time to dream together. So anytime we go on a date, we go back and forth and we play like, what if crazy idea time, oh wouldn't gosh, it be amazing if we did yes. this, wouldn't it be so fun? And that's our time to like have big dreams and to like have fun and being like, that would be so cool. What if you did this though? And like, that's what we do on dates. Mm-hmm. It's not like, babe, I got to talk to you. I got an email yesterday. It's like, yeah, no. No, no, no. But before we, before we get into date night, I have a few things I wanted to cover. It's like, no, it's Friday mornings. Like, no. And like Monday mornings is when we do team, like team meetings, like our whole team. And so it's like, put it on your list for then. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Like we don't need that. It's not an emergency. Being a wife is most important first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like our relationship is most important first. And if work ever got in the way of that, then what, what, why? why? Yeah. Cause the work is supposed to support the life you want to live. hundred percent. We all, we have it asked backwards. Half the people in the world or actually more, probably 95% of people in the world have it backwards of no, 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 the work comes first. And it's like, no, no, our life comes first. Mm -hmm. Well, my, I come first. He comes first in his world. Then our relationship then everything exact else. same page as you yeah and yeah. it has to because yep. if not then like why is money more important than love yeah never should be and that was one of the things in my last relationship when I ch- I know I've talked about um a bit or in, in my marriage I mean um that like I put myself first yeah my ex put me first yeah and so it was such a it skewed our dynamic our energetic dynamic and our power dynamic so much and that was yeah. a big part of why like we ultimately split up. Like it's, it's way more, not that simple of course, but like that was one, one of the pieces for sure. Um, okay. So back to like, we've got the, the RV working to get like, so the RV life, him working for you all kind of happened like in the same, in less than a year. Oh God, less than like six months. Okay. So real talk, let's like talk about some juicy stuff. How has this affected your, um, sex life? And romantic oh, life. it's made it better. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Really? No, so much. We oh actually gosh. talk about that all the time. We're like, how does it just get better? Like, what yes. is going on here? Because truly, like, we so previously when he was working, he was traveling six mm. months of the year. Okay. He was gone six months of the year. Holy moly. So independent women were like, cool, see you later. I got this. You're back. Cool. But he would come home and I was like, I'm in my life in my groove and yeah, you like, are so shitting on me. You it just right dropped now. in and like literally sorry, I've been like doing my own thing and loving it for a while. Like, yeah. What do you want? I'm like, no, I don't cook what do you dinner. Want? Like, I'm gonna order dinner in. Like, no, I'm like, like, well, why are you here? Why is your shit on the table? Like, who is in my home? I didn't invite you. Yeah. So like truly, like winter used to be rough because it was like winter is coming. Winter is coming. Because it was like a week alone. And then all this, and like I get in my groove, I'll yep. thrive alone. And then all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, you're well, I'm happy you're home because I love but you, like, but like I was like really and annoying. then you leave again tomorrow. So like your home temp, like it was it was a weird dynamic. And then the summers were like, yay, I love you. Here we are, our life. And then winter would come again. And so it was one of like his job, right? Duh. Winter would come and again. Like, we're in Michigan, like winter's and real then, there. Yeah. Um and he used to work in the ski industry. Yeah, so, so that's why was, winter was a and he was gone all the yeah. time. 
And so when we like winter hit, it was just like, well, here we go again. This is what yeah. it is. Here we go again. So the fact that we actually can have a life of freedom where it's like, do you want to do this? Do you want to do this? Is like this new dynamic that we're having so much fun with, like so much fun. And then like, we, you know, we would just drive somewhere on like a Wednesday and like, you want to go skiing today? It'd be great. Let's do it. But the connection of the connection that we get to have is so much better and deeper, mm. which of course is going to convert to sex, right? Like, yeah. it's, of course it's going to convert, but it's such a different dynamic. And we have a, we're not, when he was working, and even when I was a teacher, we had two separate lives. Like yep. from nine to five, yeah. literally different personas, different lives. And now we live this one beautiful life together and we can enhance it always as we enhance our life enhances. And so it's like one of those things where it's like, this is so freaking cool. And we can do it whenever we want. Mm-hmm. It's not like oh, I'm tired. I got home from a long work day. It's like, I worked four hours today. <laughs> like why? Like maybe the energy to do what we want when we want to do it. Like, sounds great. Let's go. Yeah. So it's like, it's, yeah, it's so much our, cause our connections deeper. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Ooh, that's great. Yeah. Um, okay. So Moving on from that, actually, this is pretty similar. Like, cause we talked about masculine and feminine energy yeah. quite a bit. And I know that, um, you have like gotten, you know, deepened your spiritual practice and yeah. like understanding of the universe and energy, all that, all that kind of stuff. Have you always been like into like the, the more woo woo stuff? No. Okay. So how did, <laughs> no, like, <laughs> nope. so let's talk about that a little bit, like strengthening that, mm. that side of you and, and like the results you've seen Mm. from doing more of that, like fluffy stuff that doesn't seem like it would help your business. Mm. Right. Like the meditation, the crystals, the like dancing around, like the cards, all that. Yeah. So I used to think that it was like this, 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 if you think of a pie chart, right. Think of a pie chart and it's like the pie chart is success or happiness, fulfillment, whatever you want. Right. When I say success, I mean all of those things, but like a lot of people associate success with like just money. money. Yeah. So when I say success, I mean, like, I'm happy. I'm fulfilled. I'm like, yeah. Feeling it multifaceted. So success. think of multi everywhere. Right. So think, which I actually think is then true success, not just like mm-hmm. here, you got money. So think about success as a pie chart. And I used to think like, okay, marketing was one social media was one relationship was one friendship was one spirituality is one, whatever it is. No, <laughs> no. Spirituality is the circle that drew the pie. Ooh, like, cir- like spirituality is all that. of it. I literally just thought of this just now when you said that. Thank You're you. a genius. Oh, thank you. I was a wow. teacher. Um, when you're trying to teach kindergartners how to like read, you come up with a really creative voice. So like, if, here? <laughs> who's listening to this show? Kindergartners? <laughs> it's a skill, you know? <laughs> so like, think about that. Like, like spirituality encompasses all of it yeah. and it can only grow is like your success can only grow as much as your spirituality because spirituality really is whether you're whatever you do, whatever you define yourself as, whether it's God, universe, source, all of the gods, whatever it is, the reality is that we're souls in mm-hmm. this human body. Yeah. That's the reality. We all, that's actually like proven. And the more that we can connect and the more that we can expand and the more that we can like truly tap into energetics, like we were talking about earlier with money, the more that you can grow, expand and tap into more of all of it. Mm-hmm. And so it's like spirituality, like what are like crystals? So many people are like, and then this is us, right? Like, like in the beginning, it's like, we've got this crisp, these crystals, these have an energetic frequency. 
and they do something to you, mm-hmm. right? And whether you're like, no, they Bullshit. don't. Okay, well, if I believe yeah. that these crystals are going to enhance my life, then guess what? I'm going to enhance my life. So let me have my belief, yeah. right? Like the placebo effect, whether whether it's real or not with this kind crazy. of stuff, it actually works. It's like literally crazy. when we're talking about manifestation and all this kind of stuff and mantras, like yes. that's the whole thing is you're shifting your belief. So if you believe like, oh, yes. if I meditate holding this crystal and I, I believe that there are energetic properties in it, yep. then like, great. Yeah. Perception I'm going to show Yeah. Whatever you want. And so I started to realize that the more that I expanded myself spirituality, like spiritually, the more that I felt good and happy and fulfilled and in my purpose. And the more that I was truly guided, like all of my business ideas come from, oh, all of a sudden I'm doing some, I'm being usually like walking and a idea pops in my head. And I'm like, thanks universe. Like I, what are our ideas? They, they like, boom, come down for me. And I bring them into life and they're successful. Mm -hmm. And it's like, when I look at, when I grow spiritually, everything grows, everything, my connection. Okay. My relationship in the sense of our deep connection, my friendships grow, the conversations I have with random strangers at the grocery store grow. I'm able to go to a brand new city and meet friends that I'm like, have you been in my life before? How have we not met? I'm able to like literally go somewhere, meet a couple that's 55 years old, get invited over for Christmas dinner and have the most amazing experience. True story. Like we're no matter where we go, we attract amazing humans. That's because of our spirituality. That's because of our practices. And then same thing goes with money with clients. Like you are attracting things into your life. And so was I always like this? No. Yeah. I remember though, I, my mom would always tell me everything happens for a reason. That's an omen, Jen. Do you see that on the clock? That's an omen. And she would always tell me like, oh, that, that hummingbird's an omen. And so I'd always be like, there, okay, there's like a little reason for things. <laughs> but like when I grew up, my dad was, they were Catholic, hard Catholic. Then he converted to Judaism. Then he went back to Catholicism, well, Christianity. So like I grew up being like, what religion? Yeah. You know? And so like I grew up just being like, really just confused and being like, I don't know happens and so I got to cultivate that and as I've cultivated as I grow it and it is a practice because it encompasses all of it then everything changes and grows and enhances amazing you know it's that simple you guys I agree I absolutely agree the more I get into like this my spirituality and that doesn't necessarily mean all the like just new age stuff like right like I believe in Jesus I believe in God like all that the more I expand my own spirituality and like dig deeper into that for myself and yeah incorporate my crystals and my cards and like my breath work and like all these all these things like the more I attract everything I want like truly it's it's, I'm like well yeah whether it's bullshit or not it's working (laughs) it's doing something Um, with that though really quick it's like the crystals the cards the meditation the breath work as those are tools yeah journaling those are tools to become more spiritually awakened, aware, whatever you want to call it. So like some people are like, well, I meditate. So I'm, I'm doing it. And it's like, no, this isn't a to-do list that you check it off. And you're like, got it. I'm there. Yeah. It's a feeling. It's, yeah. it's an evolution. It's, an, it's literally an expansion. And so, so often again, we're like, okay, the, he's the pie. I did this. It's like, no, you're being mm. and when you're being and you're expanding, all of these things can expand. It's so like the pie chart, right? Here's a small one. And as you grow that circle, everything else grows yeah. as well. And when you look at that, you're like, oh, wow. It's not, I did this today. I have, oh, you don't have rose quartz. You know, like it's not yeah. that <laughs> it's who are you being? And those are our, all tools to enhance it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So on that note, cause talking about these are habits and practices, yeah. like what are some of your like daily 
rituals mm. or habits that really like mm. ground you and set you up for success. Yeah. It's funny. I don't have any. Yeah. And here's the reason and, why. Well, and, and I've talked about this a bit before, yeah. like, cause like my morning ritual, I used to be so rigid with it. And yeah. it had, like, can, <laughs> are we surprised? No. And I'd be like, I have to breath work, meditate, do a journal, like did it, gratitudes. Like it was like a 10 She's thing like, song. It was just not at all so, yeah, yeah, yeah. counterintuitive. It, and yeah, so yeah. then just like the toolbox, I'm like, no, I have these 20 different things that yes. I can use to ground me and yes. start my day with intention. Yep. Some days I just feel like dancing to like Cardi B Literally. and that's going to be my yes. grounding practice. Yes. Other days I'm going to like lay in bed and like listen to a meditation, like with whale noises, yes. like, I, you know, like it can look so different, yes. but whatever, like and like helps you yes. get grounded and centered and like feel in that higher vibration. So yep. like, yeah. So I'd love to know some like well, in, some recurring habits or practices. Yeah. So most important thing though, is that we know ourselves well enough to know what our body needs and when it needs yes. it. Right. So if I'm feeling overwhelmed and I'm, I always, I, those of you who can see this video, I'm like right here. This is where Your I hold plexus. a lot of my energy. Yeah. Yep. Like right, right in here. And if I'm feeling that this has like, it's like this, it's not it up. It's yeah. not it up. I know that I need to go move my body and I actually need to listen to music and I need to just move. Yep. And sometimes depending on the intensity, sometimes it's a really good workout. Sometimes it's just flowing dancing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's no, just go outside for an hour and don't stop moving your body. But I have explored that and I'm like, Oh, I don't like this. And breath mm. work is not getting rid of this. Yeah. Meditation's not helping. Yeah. This is something journaling. I need to move. I don't want to fucking write right no, now. No, I'm like, this, this is movement. It needs to move. Same thing with if I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, my head is running a mile a minute. I'm trying to make decisions for my head. Well, that's a sign that I probably need to be still, shut the fuck up, <laughs> not try to overthink it. I need to journal, I need to meditate. Yeah. So it's like, I wake up in the morning and I truly But ask, you have, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Going, so going. I wake up in the morning, I ask myself, what does my body need? And what do I need to enhance my energy? Every, every day. I ask myself, what do I need to enhance my energy today? Yep. Sometimes it's having fun. Sometimes it's playing. So my toolbox, I would say is definitely journaling and meditation, hundred percent card pulls, asking specific questions. to so the cards card pulling, but I don't card pull when I'm like, I don't know what I need. I card pull when I like, I'm like, yeah. I need help with this. Um, definitely dancing hundred percent. Like one of my, like my tools, if you will, is like good cup of coffee. I really only drink a good cup of coffee. I'm kind of a coffee snob sitting with my husband and just being like, I want to talk about this. Can we talk about this? Like, like I'm a very verbal processor. Same, my throat same. chakra is like where so much of my power yeah. is. So it's, Ooh, it's more on that crazy, but just yeah. talking, um, definitely being outside. I need nature, which is probably why the life that we live. I need, I need grounding. Mm -hmm. I need sun. So it's like just being outside. And that's, it's kind of like my, my, my tools, honestly. Yeah. Um, I love breath work. It's not something I do regularly. Same. Yep. Every once in a while I will, but it's not, it's not a part of my practice. Um, great spiritual playlists, but a lot of it is just that self-awareness mm -hmm. and then all, asking for help. Mm -hmm. I will seriously be like, all right, I need you. Hey guys, this sucks. I know I have you up there. I know that you're up there. Spirit guides helpful. Please help me. Yeah. And like, I'll literally ask, like, give me a sign. I need some help with this. Mm -hmm. I told you that when I hired my new mentor, I was like, all right, guys, this is a lot of money. This is a huge stretch. This is a big investment. I'm feeling some fear come up. And so I need some help. Can you just give me some signs that this is the right mentor for me? Well, guess what? I started seeing hawks everywhere. <gasps> hawks are one of my seven totems. Hawks. One of yes. my spirit guides for Tom, sure. Absolutely. Yep. Me too. Seven hawks in one field. 
were sitting there, walk in, all of them fly away. And I'm like, oh. like, all right. And guess what? It was like, a, like sevens were the number of the investment. And so oh, I was like, interesting. Yeah. Touché. And some people listening might be like, oh, it's just a coincidence. And if that coincidence mm-hmm. encouraged you to take that leap of faith, who Done. fucking cares if it was a coincidence or Done. if it was like all through God, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So those would be some of my, some of my practices. I love it. I yeah. love it. Um, okay. And so one of the things you said, two things, which we're going to talk about both of them. One is like, you're like, okay. So I start my day asking like, what does my body need? Yeah. Some people don't even, and then you listen, you can yeah. hear what your body's telling you. <laughs> yeah, and you, you listen, listen to guys, the, the questions but, useless if you don't listen to the answer, but some people don't even know how to hear what their body's mm. telling them. So how, what are things that you've done to get more in tune with your intuition yeah. and your gut? I healed my shit. Yeah. I healed my shit. I honestly think though, I, I think, especially as women, I think all of us, everyone has an intuition. Everyone has a yes. gut feeling. And I truly think as women, it's a little bit stronger because we have the motherly instinct and we're literally meant to birth humans and then have an instinct for that human. Mm-hmm. So I really do think that our, us as women, yeah, we're more we got, intuitive, we got a little bit, a little bit more there. Sorry guys. So yeah, it's just, you guys still have it use yeah, it. So it. number one, I, I really think that my intuition's always guided me. If I look at the guy I dated for six and a half years and I just broke up with him and he's like, why? I was like, I don't, I don't know. I just don't know, but like I had to. Told me to. Yeah. Right. Like every decision I've made has been very gut instinct, but I have to be willing to get out of my head and into my heart and my gut. Yep. And be like, what are you doing? What are you saying? You guys, you know, the difference, whether you are very in tune with your body or not, you know, the difference of overthinking versus feeling. Yeah. We all do that again. I love you. I love you very different. We all feel that. And so it's just giving yourself the space and the time to be with that. If you are like, I don't, I don't trust my gut or my intuition. That's some healing. Yeah. That's some healing that you have to do. Why don't I, well, one time it led me here, whatever that is, there's some healing. If you need help, see a therapist, get a coach. There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely not. Nothing wrong with that. I actually think every human should be like assigned a therapist the day that they're born. Like it like really should be something that we all have in our lives, but giving yourself the space and the time, get off your phone, sit there and like, what do I need right now? I right. do it in the morning when I'm in bed, I lay in bed and I'm like, what do I need right now? Cause I don't have anything else around me. And then I, and then I listen to it. I love it. Yeah. Another thing that you said that, um, I know that I would talk about all the time is like owning your voice, using your mm. voice. And so like you being a very like throat chakra vocal we processor, like same, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I need to talk to like, if I'm struggling with something, I'm going to talk to like 15 people yeah. and they're going to be like, here's what I'm hearing you say. And then yeah. I go, I know <laughs> I just needed to say it out loud enough times to like hear it back. <laughs> um, but yeah, such a vocal processor. So even with like journaling is not necessarily where I do a lot of work. Like when I journal, it's like one page bulleted and like yep. short notes and stuff. Yep. I'm not like, and then bleh, 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 and my yep. heart is feeling blah, that sort of 100%. thing. And so, but I'm much more inclined to like, I'll voice note that out. Yeah. I'm super stressed. I'll voice note that shit out and like never do anything with it, but for save sure. a voice memo. And that's how I process a lot. So what has been like a big moment for you or situation where you were like terrified to speak up and like use your voice, but like actually just like finally were like, fuck it. I'm like, speaking my truth, like speaking up, like using my voice Mm. in a bigger way. I think it honestly started when I was a teacher. I think that's where I started to first recognize it, where I love teaching in front of children. They're easy. But then I start, I I ran all of our professional developments as a teacher. So I started to have to speak to teachers about how they were going to impact the kids. Mm. And I was, I mean, I was the youngest teacher. 
okay. the youngest teacher of people who have been there for years and years and years. And it was like, who the, who the fuck are you? Yeah. What do you mean? And everyone loved me. Like I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm a likable human. So everyone loved me, but they were more like, why is she up there? Yeah. Why is she talking to us? What yeah. do I have to learn from her? Yeah. And so when I shifted to why am I up here? I'm up here so that they can change the lives of children. That's why I'm up here. Mm-hmm. Why do I do anything I do so that you can all live in your power? It's not about me. It's about you guys. And when I shifted that of like, I'm up here so that this kid who always struggles in this classroom can never freaking struggle again. Mm-hmm. I'm here. So this child who looks around and is like, I feel stupid will not feel that way. Cause the teacher actually understands how his brain works so she can teach to him. Mm-hmm. And so then I bring that, I brought that into what I do now when I was in the, in the mastermind with you and it's like, get the microphone going up. It's like, Oh, who am I to be here? Why the fuck are you here? Why, like, you know, you don't, you're not as successful as blah, 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 blah. You're not as whatever. It's like, no, no, no. But why are you really here? Mm -hmm. You're here so that you can grow your business, which is the impact, which can help people. And so I always think about the impact that my words have. And one of the big, like my human design chart, I've gotten my human design read a couple of times and really dove deep into it. And she, the, everyone has said your heart and your, wherever your emotions are, what pl- I have solar plexus, all that, like the, the chakras are not my jam. They yeah. will be one day. I don't know where you're, wherever emotion, my chakra, emo- the emotions are in. Someone's listening like this one, yeah. whatever emotion that is my, my emotions, my throat and my head are all connected. Yeah. My throat and gut yes. for me. So, so they connected. You're then a double split, right? It'd be a double split. I, I, don't even, oh, okay. uh, I don't know. So I'm a triple split and those three things need to work together. So she said, when you are, when you're thinking all of your thoughts are coming from your emotions and then you're out your, your throat chakra. So when I look at that and I, if I'm ever like nervous to talk or like, who the fuck do you think you are to say this? Like you are, who the fuck are you to talk about money? You don't have blah, blah, blah. I stop and I'm like, no, cause my heart and my feelings and my emotions, Mm. those are driving my thoughts, which are then becoming, and I know that when I speak, people need to hear it. I love it. Like, I know that to be certain. And I know that my voice has a considerable impact on people's lives and who the fuck am I then not to speak? Yes. If I wake up and I have like, you have to say this, who am I not to Mm -hmm. whose lives am I not impacting? Because I'm not willing to use my throat chakra. Oh my gosh. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yes. And, and yeah, with the, oh my gosh, oh my, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you guys. (laughs) We'll get that in. We don't know really edit here. Uh, I was going to say, oh me, oh me, oh my gosh. I was going to say, for those who are listening, who are unfamiliar with human design. Oh my uh, goodness. Go so check it out. Wild. It is fascinating. So wild. fascinating. So, and, and find someone to help you Yes, because you're going to look at it and be like, oh, it's like my wall robot? back here. Yes. <laughs> what? Am I an alien? Lines, where do they go? Yeah. Um, get someone to help you. There's a ton of accounts on Instagram that you can find. It's so fascinating. It's the way some of you who are not as aware of it. It's the way that you were designed as a human before your personality kicked in, before conditioning, before your parents kicked in. It's how you are designed as a human being. Yeah. And it's super woo woo, like along the lines of like astrology stuff. And let me tell you, like, I used to think shit three years ago, I was like, astrology is bullshit. And I'm like, what's what's happening you know like what moon is rising yeah all of my still i don't understand that, that makes sense i'm like i don't know the i'm like i'm shit. a taurus it's like well what's your sun i was like no no idea in the sky yeah <laughs> no idea what's your rising sign what's your so if you're listening nose? to this and you can help us understand this go ahead and slide into our dms and tell us because I'd, I'd love to know same yeah same but like, i google it and i'm like 
huh? but yeah, but like human design is like astrology type stuff, like on freaking crack. Spirits. And I guarantee if you do it and you have somebody interpret it for you and read it out for mm. you, you'll be like, holy shit, this like, knows feel, me so well. So understood. It's insane. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. It's the best. Yes. Okay. And so I, we could seriously talk for like another, I feel like we've been going for two hours. I have no idea, no frame of reference. Or for how long the brand talking. new Joe Rogan. Sure. Let's do it. Keep like, I'm, <laughs> I'm down. Let's go. Um, so we'll close with this, as you know, this show is all about supporting people in like mm. tapping into their truth, using their voice and like amplifying every area of their life so mm. that they can live super fucking aligned, abundant and authentic. So what is one key, mm. key piece of advice, whether it's an action item, quote, thought, question to ask yourself mm. for those who are looking to really like stand out and live an unapologetically like mm. aligned as fuck life? Ooh. God, you're a really good question asker. Thank you. The question to ask yourself would be like, who do you want to become? Mm. And what is the impact that you want to make in this world? Yeah. And allow yourself to dream, like give yourself permission to dream because our ability and our like the fun to dream gets taken away at such a young yeah. age. Trust me. When I was a teacher, I was like teaching six-year-olds and I'm like, Oh, okay. There it is gone. Like there's this hard cutoff point and we're meant to dream because we can create our own reality. We're meant to dream. And so ask yourself like, you know, what, what is the impact I want to make? And then who do I want to become? Because Mm -hmm. you can become anyone you want. Mm -hmm. And I know that sounds crazy, but like you are who you are because of who you chose to become right now and who your family past ever like told you who you should become. You have the ability to shift however you are moving forward. Yeah. We were not the same, who we are one year, year ago, Shit. two, five years ago. Oh my gosh. We're completely different human yeah. because we chose who we wanted to become. Exactly. And so become the conscious driver yeah. of your life and ask yourself those questions. And then you have to have the courage to make it work. Absolutely. Like you have to have the courage to invest. You have to have the courage to do the money mindset work. You have to have the courage to be like, who the fuck am I? Mm-hmm. And then be like, no, this is who I am. I'm yeah. doing it. Like you have to have the courage to then act on it. I love and it. We'll help you do that. Yeah. Such a good, such a good answer. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So to close it up, because you'll absolutely be back on and we'll have all the panel discussions, like more, more of them. So we, we can, this is an I'll see you later. Yeah. So this is just an I'll see you later. So where can everybody find mm. you? Instagram. I'm always on Instagram. Yeah. Yep. The Jen Kennedy on Instagram. If you go there, you can, we can put it below too. I've got a text yeah. VIP community where I send really woo strategy money is, is where you'll get tips every day. If you're a part of the tax community and you'll get like first access to everything that I ever launch. And so that's kind of like my exclusive community. Instagram's for everyone. You want to be a part of my, like, you want to be texting your friends, go there. Yeah. And then how, how can people work with you these days? Mm, Well, and it may change. Like like, we're creating, we create new things all the time. I mean, I've many different, I've got one-on-one coaching. I have group, group, programs, group mentorship, mastermind, you know, like retreat, yeah. everything, everything, whatever everything. is best for you. And slide into her DMS and then shoot her a text. If you want to be in the inner yeah. circle. Well, tell me you found me here. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Mm. All right. You we're like saying bye. I know. Like, literally thank you so much. Yeah. We're, we're next to each other in my I feel home. Like our dogs are quiet. Our dogs are being quiet yeah. in the other room. They are best friends so at this good. point. So um, good. but yeah. Thanks for, thanks for having this nice chat with me and being on the show. Thanks for having me. Yay.
Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode and if you know of somebody else who is bold, successful, and unapologetically owning their unique magic while they make a big impact in the world, please send them my way. And it would also mean the world to me if you help me get this message out to as many listeners as possible. So if you liked what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you would please take 30 seconds to leave a five-star rating, write a quick review, and share this episode with your friends. Be sure to tag me so that I can say thank you. And until the next episode, keep showing up, keep using your voice, and keep being you. Because the world needs more of your magic. Yeah.